0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the Thick Fit Fitness Podcast. This is Hannah Polly, and Courtney Jones and we are super excited about today's topic. We are going to cover a few of the very common struggles that we have seen throughout our clients throughout the years. Um, and, you know, we really feel that with these struggles are things that you guys listening could be experiencing. So we hope that you find this helpful and insightful and we are super excited to share. Um, so we're going to start with just, you know, the struggle of under eating. I feel that this is such a common yet (laughs) a very, very mislooked, um, issue that a lot of women struggle with on their fitness journey. So Courtney is going to kind of dig into that and go over that. And, you know, like I said, we're going to go over how we help our clients overcome this and hopes that this can help you as well.
1: Hello everybody. Um, yes. So with, chronic, like under eating and with under eating in general, like we see this in a lot of clients, you know, within our clients, but we also just see this in a lot of women, um, in general that come to us for like help or have, you know, have issues or relationships with food, um, and, and have issues with, you know, just eating enough food and and focusing on like the under eating side of things. That's where we kind of want to start out with this, because this, again, these are kind of We want to go over the most common struggles that we see. So this first one. With kind of a history of chronic under eating, unhealthy relationship with food, this is so common in the fitness industry within itself because of the dieting culture that we live in, right? So dieting is the the top thing that we all want to do. Whenever we realize that we are maybe like at a weight that we don't want to be at anymore or we want to, you know, get to a specific clothing size or we want to get to a number on the scale, whatever it may be, um, the the stigma out there around trying to do that is to eat as little food as possible, to do as much cardio as possible, um, and to just move your body and and do things in that sense to help you burn calories. And essentially we're just very misled in that sense of not really understanding what our body needs and how to be successful at losing weight and actually being able to maintain it. And through this process, that's what creates that unhealthy relationship with food, because if we think we, if we think that we eat one food that's bad for us, then we're not going to ever achieve the results that we want to achieve um, because there are certain foods out there that we're told that we can never eat or that we need to avoid or that we need to restrict in order to reach the goals that we want to reach, right? So. You know, every situation looks different, um, you know, with every woman and every past dieting history that they've done. Um, but typically what we want to like, what we try to do with our clients is try to help them understand that it doesn't have to be this way. And we, we want them to understand that you can eat food, um, and you can be healthy You just have to learn how to fuel your body properly. um, What types of foods, you know, that you need to be eating a majority of the time, but that's not to say that you need to restrict and you need to give up all foods to reach your weight loss goal. Um, And so a lot of times when it comes to clients, like we want to make sure that they're eating enough food. So the first thing that we're going to do is try to get them through a reverse diet, which can be a really like mental struggle for most women because they're so used to being told that they need to under eat or they're used to under eating for so long, um, that trying to get them to eat more food, which is essentially what a reverse diet is trying to get them to eat more food is a hard thing for, you know, them to process, but to actually show them and to teach them like, and to take them through the process and like to have that client trust you to show you like how you can, you know, achieve the body composition results that you want, lose the weight that you want to lose and just feel better altogether while eating more food. That's a, that's a really hard thing or like a concept to grasp for most people. Um, which is why, again, we want to talk about this. So typically with a reverse diet, we're going to take you through that process of trying to get you to eat more food. So nutritionally speaking, like we want to gradually increase your calories over time. Um, This isn't something we just do overnight. This is something that takes a little bit of a process and a strategic manner in order for you to boost your metabolism by increasing the calories that that you are taking in to be able to start eating adequately for your body and for your goals, right? So, um, we want to give you more energy. We want your health to be more optimal. We want you to just feel better in general. Um, and we want you to achieve your results, but first we have to be making sure that you're fueling your body with an adequate amount of food, right? Um, because we want to improve your internal health and we want to improve the way that you're feeling. Um, and we want we want to take care of your body as best as we possibly can. Um, before we start achieving, you know, X, Y, and Z weight loss goals, right? So like once we get your body to a good level of being able to eat enough food and reverse diet, you then we can maybe go into talking about, you know, weight loss and creating a calorie deficit. But first we want to make sure you're eating enough food before we can do that um, in the first place. So with, with this process and going through this process and taking a client through this process, like it helps them be able to like improve their relationship with food by having that food freedom, because they realize that they can eat more food, they can still enjoy the foods that they love, but also know how to be um, more flexible and have a more balanced approach through the education that they get throughout that process and learning about the foods that they're consuming um, by tracking their calories, by tracking their food um, that they're consuming as well. So again, biggest struggle we see here is the under-eating unhealthy relationship side of things and in a solution and the way that we can kind of fix this um, it is taking you through a reverse diet. So this is something that you could implement on your own, but obviously hiring a coach um, or someone, you know, in that area of expertise is going to be able to help you get through that process and to and to be able to help you um. You know, learn and be able to take you through that process in a healthy, sustainable way and give you that guidance and kind of support that you need throughout that time. So, if you are someone that does struggle with undereating and, you know, have an unhealthy relationship with food, you're not alone. Like, that's about a majority of, you know, the women that we see. And so, our ultimate goal is to educate you and to teach you, you know, that it doesn't have to be that way. You can eat more food and achieve you know, your body composition goals. And ultimately, eating more food is going to benefit you way more than under eating ever will, um, especially for just for your long-term health in general. So next one we're also going to kind of go into is meeting our macros. That's another one that our clients ultimately struggle with as well. Um, Because through a reverse diet and through allowing our clients to to eat more food and try to get them to fuel their body better and fuel their body properly by eating more food and eating more nutrition-rich foods, um, that can be a bit of a struggle, right? Just like I mentioned earlier, it's the mindset side of things of trying to get ourselves to eat more food. Um, And so some people will struggle to get in just eating enough food in general. And so we're going to talk about how meeting our macros, meeting our calorie goals um is essentially in, in in like how we can essentially do that because that is another big struggle. So Hannah, do you want to go into that one? Yes, for sure. And just real quickly before going into
0: just you know meeting macros and everything, something also just with I know you guys might be listening to this and be like, what the heck? Like you're telling me I need to eat more food. <laughs> and that's a lot of like you know, kind of kickback we get from our clients starting out, they're like, well, why do I need to eat more food? So it's one of those things that you have to dedicate and commit yourself to and realize that it's for your health, you know, and having a coach helps with that. Like Courtney said, um, having that guidance, just with like the physical side of things and also the mindset side of things, And you have to commit to it. So again, if you listen to us right now and you're like, they're crazy saying I need to eat more food to reach my goals, but it is the truth and it's something, it's one of those things that you really see once you, like once you experience it, you have to trust the process and stay committed to it. So just want to touch on that as well. Um, but yeah, like Courtney said too, just meeting macros, you know, to get to that point, you know, to have a successful reverse diet or weight loss phase, whatever it may be. This is everything. And this is a common issue that we see among our clients and just like people in general, I see, you know, on social media and things like that. So there's a few reasons why you may be experiencing issues with meeting macros. Um, So the first one could be you feel like you're eating so much food when in reality, you're really eating typically around the same amount of calories, maybe even slightly less if you're in a caloric deficit. Um, But when you change your type of food choices, it makes you feel fuller longer. (laughs) So an example I always like to use is if you're, it's so easy to eat 1800 calories in one sitting in a pizza. I mean, how easy is that in beer? You know, you're, you're getting above 1800 calories at that point, but 1800 calories in a full day of eating with smaller, more frequent meals with more wholesome foods, it's going to seem like so much more food throughout the day, even though it's the same amount of calories. Um, and that, that really in simple terms, it's really just because of wholesome foods, the way the body breaks them down, the way they're digested, they're going to keep you fuller longer. So sometimes you're going to get, you're going to feel a little bit more full at first, just from changing up macros, whether that be, you know, increasing your protein goal or changing your food choices. Um, so it's going to seem like a lot more food at first. And this is something, even though it's not, and this is something that's going to get easier with time. You know, your, your metabolism is adaptive. So the more that you put into it, the easier it's going to get. Um, you know, a few things that we help our clients with this though, like, you know, if we have clients who are like, gosh, I'm just so full. It's so hard for me to get these calories in, um, which is a, a common issue you may have, especially with increasing protein. Um, so with that, you always want to try to implement one of my favorites are blended protein shakes. So, you know, what I mean by that is if you have like a blender or a NutriBullet, this has helped so many of our girls. <laughs> this was used, getting used to eating these calories um, is, you know, you want to take a few foods and blend it into one. So For example, I always use protein powder, a Greek yogurt, a banana, two tablespoons of peanut butter, some milk, some frozen fruit, whatever you wanna put into it. You can even throw some spinach in there for your your micronutrients, Um, put some ice in there, blend it together and make a shake. So by doing this, first off the shake, tastes really good, especially if you put peanut butter in there, (laughs) if you can and not allergic. Um, But what it does is you're able to get a lot of these calories in and like micronutrients in without feeling like you're eating so much. So again, like I said, it gets easier as you go to get these foods in, but sometimes implementing tricks like that, like blended shakes, um, or I always like to use like a protein granola yogurt parfait. So again, granola is a very caloric dense food, like low volume calorie dense food. So Greek yogurt um, with some protein granola, I believe nature's Valley, like the. bags. I know that you guys are all going to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that brand specifically tastes really good. Um, making like a little parfait, um, with the yogurt and fruit, that's a really good way to get you know high protein and get some calories and without feeling like you're eating so much. Um, so there's just a few tips there. Um, and like I said, that will get easier. And the second one, this is the most common one that we see reasons of why you might not be meeting your macros. because simply you're just not planning ahead and preparing ahead enough time or yeah enough time so what we mean by that is you know it imagine this like it's so hard when you first start imagine not planning ahead and just trying to eat and and log food as you go throughout the day you know that's something you can do eventually once you have time and practice with, with tracking macros and learning how to feel your body but at first we always recommend our clients to log your food the night before so for example each night, take 10, 15 minutes or however long it may take you. It may take you longer at first um, to log your food for the next day beforehand. It makes such a difference because when you plan ahead, boom, you already have all your meals logged. All you have to do the next day is eat and and portion it out. And it makes your life so much easier. And that way too, you're not going throughout the day, like, oh my gosh, you know, thinking about food, like crap, I got to log this, or I got to hit my protein or getting stuck at the end of the day. Like, oh my gosh, I have 800 calories left, mostly from protein. What am I going to do? And, you know, because having like Finding yourself in situations like that would typically lead you feeling discouraged and feeling like, gosh, I can't do this. When you really can do it, it's more or less just taking that time to plan ahead. That is, like, the one way to guarantee that you will hit those numbers. Um, but, yeah, and, again, like I said, it's going to take a lot of stress out of it as well. And just being structured in general, having that routine of logging your food the night before. You know, if you're, like, if you're, like, you know what, tomorrow I've been wanting to get Chick-fil-A for lunch, I'm going to do it. Great, log that first. Log for lunch, okay? I'm gonna get the chicken nugget meal or whatever, and then log the rest of your meals around it. Make sure to be excited about what you're logging and plan, you know, for success around it. Um, and that also leads into you our next most common struggle that we see with our clients. Um, you know, they all kind of go hand in hand is time management, um, and that just goes along with you know, logging meals, workouts, like planning and structuring your weeks and Courtney is the queen of time management and organization. So I definitely want her to take over um, this next concept. But um, again, the biggest thing with macros, again, this biggest common thing here is planning ahead. And this will go along with mostly anything along our fitness journey. So Courtney, do you want to kind of dig into time management and kind of how to go about that?
1: Yeah. And just to touch on the meeting macro side of things as well. So you know this is one thing that I am just like so adamant about when it comes to clients like being successful it's like You absolutely have to plan ahead like that is the only way to be successful because especially if you're a busy person like more normally our clients are like you know students in school they're working full-time or they're you know a mom and they have multiple kids and they also work full-time so they're just very very busy demanding schedules right so like if you think about trying to track your food throughout the day as you go about it and with no plan in place like just think how chaotic and like you know that's going to feel and just how like unorganized and unsorted you feel going throughout your day, trying to figure it out as you go. Um, But if you sit down either the night before or the morning of, or like whatever works best for your schedule of when you have time to just sit down and actually like be and put in an intentional effort into tracking your food. Like you're going to relieve so much stress throughout your day because you are going to be able to go into your day with a full plan in place, like not have to think about it, not have to log your food, just have your foods ready to go packed, whatever you need to do in that sense. You don't even have to meal prep per se, like you can still prepare your food and be planned um, with certain food sources and certain food choices and things like that. And, you know, having a coach as well, like we help our clients to do this all the time um, with figuring out, you know, what foods are going to fit within their schedule, how to reach their macros. Like if they're struggling with it, you know, what protein sources they could add in, Um, if they're low on fat or low on carbs, like what are some things we could change and kind of, you know, balance those things out? Because if you're planning ahead of time, um, you know, you're going to have questions too uh, as well, that you're going to be able to learn more about, right. Because you are are planning and you're scheduling. And so like, if something pops up and you're like, I'm not exactly sure how to do this or, um, you know, how it's going to work, you can always reach out to your coach or someone of that sort and be like, okay, what would you do in this situation? How would you make those changes? Um, And then we would be able to look at that and make like a change, changes or adjustments. But again, if you're kind of just doing this on your own, like this will definitely be the most successful way for you to just learn and implement um, reaching your goals, because you're going to be able to go into your day, have less stress, because again, you're not, you know, solely just focused on, or you're, you're not going to have to focus throughout the day and be stressed about like, okay, what can I eat to reach my macros? Like you're already gonna have a plan in place. Um, and then same thing with, you know, the different types of food choices that you're eating. Like, uh, you know, a 1500 calorie Burger King meal is not the same 1500 calories of chicken and vegetables and lean meats and proteins and fruit um, and things like that. So it's gonna look a lot different. So you're gonna actually be eating a lot more food for a lot less calories normally. Um, so you, that's why, you know, eating 50 or eating 1800 calories a day seems like a task at first when eating more nutrition rich foods, but your body is going to adjust and get used to that. And it's going to get easier, um, and finding like those easy, um, wholesome foods that are obviously going to, um, you know, not fill you up so full to where you can't get in all of the nutrients that you need throughout your day until your body adjusts. So Again, going into time management side of things as well. So, our third biggest struggle that we see this also falls into the planning macro side of thing uh, side of things that we just talked about. So. I'm huge on time management just like Hannah said like this is super important because um, you know I had to learn these skills because I was a student full time at one point I worked night shift full time at one point and I was also in the middle of like my kind of kind of my fitness journey so I was very dedicated to reaching my goals as well so I had to plan out my gym chest gym, gym sessions I had to plan out my cardio I had to plan out when I was going to get daily movement and how I was going to get my water in how, how I was going to get my meals in what time I was going to get them in. Right. Because I worked third shift. So my days looked different all the time. Um, you know, how I was going to be able to just do all these things, get my schoolwork done, go to school, go to classes, you know, work my shifts that I needed to work. So all of these things had to be planned. So I lo- I learned a lot about this and just doing the things that I need to get done when I was in college. Um, and I've taken kind of that time management side of things with me throughout my life. And it's our career, like it, it's it's super important to have that time management and to just be able to reach your goals in that sense as well, because if you always have a lot of moving parts and you never have anything written down and you never have a structure or a planner or anything about like what you need to get done or how you need to go about your days to accomplish everything, then more than likely you're not going to be able to accomplish everything. And you're just going to continue to keep letting yourself down because you don't have a plan or maybe you've just never really learned about time management. So, um, with that being said, also with like our, our clients, that's something that we also help them work on because not only do we want them to be successful with their nutrition and their water and daily movement, all of those things, like we have to teach them how to be successful at doing that and time management and planning ahead of time is going to be key to that. So, um, you know, sitting down and making a schedule for yourself, writing down what you need to get done. I remember at one point I would schedule out every time that I was going to eat. Like I wrote a meal one, I'm going to eat at 8 a.m. Meal two, I'm going to eat at, you know, one PM. Like, so I scheduled everything out. I scheduled my water out, like how many ounces of water I needed to get, you know, get throughout my day. So all of that was really helpful for me. That doesn't work for everybody, but still the general idea is to plan it out, like write it out, plan it out. Um, and to be able to kind of get it off your list, check it off your list. And that's the way that you're going to be, be able to be successful and to get all the things done that, you know, you want to change or that you want to get done in your personal life, financial life, fitness, health, the journey, um, all of these things. So this can apply in that sense as well, but planning ahead of time is key to ensuring, you know, to make it all happen every single week and to get done what, you know, we, we need to get done. So using a planner to, you know, schedule out your week and to prioritize your workouts and to ensure that, you know, you're going to get done what you need to get done during your week and prioritizing, you know, all of those things. And so, you know, if we have a client that is missing gym gym sessions every single week, um, you know, typically it's like, OK, are you writing a time and like a specific day of like when you're going to go? Because it's so easy to go throughout your day and be like, okay, I'm tired today. Like, I don't want to go to the gym, but if you plan it out, you're like, okay, today is the day. Like I'm going, then that's, that's it. That's, that's the end of story. Obviously there's sometimes there's going to be things that like pop up and, and happen, but ultimately the biggest thing is we want to stay consistent um with the promises that we make to ourselves so in terms of your workouts like we want to be consistent with you know those workouts and get them done then we need to write them down and check them off check them off our list and just keep those promises to ourselves so that's another huge one is just not is is you know not planning it out and not actually keeping like the promise to yourself of like you did write it down and you did say you were going to do it Um, So Hannah, do you want to touch on the time management side a little bit more, and then we'll go into our next topic. Oh, okay. Hold on one second. We're having some technical difficulties. Oh, guys.
0: Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) but yes yes so you covered most of it um you know the time management side of things because you are the queen of it but something you know time management is everything and we prioritize what we find important you know so that's something again like Courtney said if we know if we have too much flexibility in our schedule and our plan sometimes it allows you to kind of Put it on the back burner so it's important to kind of that's something we help our clients out as well is like you know let's do three days a week let's do like you know what days do you feel you know you're going to make it there um you know that you're 90 sure and it's important to really dig into your week and find those days because you can literally there's no excuses as far as time management because we can always make time and that's something too that we look into as well Is like you know if we notice like, gosh, you know, we all, we know you guys are all busy, (laughs) you know, we all have lives. So, you know, those of you who have kids and families and, you know, working two jobs, like, you know, sometimes just, you know, four days at the gym is just too much. And that's okay. You know, that's something where we'd say, okay, you know what, let's back it down to two or three days. We can still hit every single body part that way, you know, versus trying to make it and having that one day we can't keep hitting, you know, it's like a, it's like a cloud of discouragement following us around. So it's important to be realistic. And that's like a whole other topic is, you know, being realistic with your goals and your schedule and like what you are able to accomplish. Um, so sorry, that was kind of long-winded there, but this last topic is something that is, it's sort of, you know, different from the other ones, but so important and so common um, is, you know, our clients dealing with negative body image and, you know, getting upset with not instant gratification. And this is, some, this is something that's like way beyond, you know, this is more than our clients. This is like, I feel it like with a lot of women, especially struggle with um, not even like only just in your fitness journey, but you know, all the time, just with like social media and, you know, we're constantly comparing ourselves um, but something we notice with our clients is, again, just have, kind of having more of those negative body image days, especially at the beginning. Um, and again, not kind of getting discouraged at times if we're not getting that instant gratification. So what we mean by that is, first off, with negative body image, you know, this this journey is amazing. But something that, you know, this may be happening to you or like you may have seen friends go through it, is as you go along your fitness journey, you start to become like hyper focused on your body and how it's changing, which, which can be good, but also you start to overanalyze things or you can, not everyone does this, but I mean, I know I do this and not, you know, I did it for years. (laughs) Um, and it does get better over time, you know, it becomes a more healthy mindset, but you start to focus on things like versus like, wow, look how far I've come. You start to become like, gosh, you know, I need to work on this. You know, why, you know, why don't I look good today in this? And so you, sometimes you can find, have those negative body image days, which those are really common and, you know, that will happen, but it it can gradually get better. Um, and then also like the instant gratification. So the me- this is totally the media's fault. And I'm going to always blame the media for this is, you know they portray the media portrays fitness as a quick fix and it's not it is literally the polar opposite of that so that's you know that's kind of our job as well as coaches or any coaching i talk to is to kind of be realistic with you on your goals you know if, if you talk to a coach and they say oh yeah we're going to drop 20 pounds this first month that's a red flag you don't want a coach that's giving you false promises or unrealistic expectations um so that's something to you, be realistic with your goals and you know helping them overcome like oh i didn't lose 20 pounds this month which we don't want that anyway <laughs> that's that's not a healthy weight amount amount of weight to lose in one month um but just in general that's an example of it again this is not a quick fix it's something you're going to want to do forever so um again like I said this journey can kind of make you just hyper focus on scales not moving my pictures don't look different from last week so what we do with that is this is this is a mindset shift and this is something that takes time and everyone's so different you know it can take some you know some clients months it can take some clients years it just depends and it's something that you may always have to like not battle with, but somewhat combat and kind of have to overcome. I mean, I know I still do, and I'm sure Courtney has for days as well, you know, so so do most, you know, people who have been in this industry for a long time. Um, But something we help our clients do is focus more on non-scale and even like non-physical wins. So what I mean by that is, again, you notice like this journey, it's so much more than just a physical one. So Something you want to focus more on versus like just the scale moving or pictures, you know, changing is focus like on, you know, on things that you're noticing day in and out. So such as, you know, your energy levels improving. Like, gosh, I have so much energy. Like a lot of our clients, they're like, I forget to drink coffee because I have so much energy, you know, just from making these like daily lifestyle changes. Um and then also too just like i mean your like sex drive improving you know having a more positive outlook on life um you know feeling confident in clothes feeling more confident in the bedroom feeling more confident in the gym you know sometimes you're nervous about going to the gym at first. And then months later, you're like, wow, I feel like a badass bitch in here. Like, you know, that intimidation has gone. And these are huge, huge wins that are never seen on the scale or in a picture. And it's so important to just like constantly remind yourself, you know, that's what we do is constantly, like we look through our clients' check-ins and, you know, look through everything and their data. And we're just like, you know, yeah, you may be discouraged about these pictures, but like, look what you did accomplish. Look at like, look at all these things you are improving on. Um, So like I said, this is a mindset shift. So it's not like a black and white answer. It's going to be like, so different for each person. But the biggest thing here is like, you know, journaling, like if you don't have a coach then like, you know, journaling, like taking each week to do like a weekly check-in with yourself, like wow, what did I accomplish this week? You know, I did get stronger on my, you know, on my shoulder press. Um, you know, I did really feel, feel really confident in that new year's eve outfit that I wore. Um, you know, I feel have so much energy. So like focusing and like, uh, like almost like celebrating those small wins, well, quote unquote, small wins. These are huge wins, but, um, it's everything. And it really makes you fall in love with the process and just become more, more, you're more prone to seeing the bigger picture versus just looking at the scale and looking at pictures side by side. Cause it's, this, this lifestyle is like so much more than just your body. It's it literally changes all aspects of your life. So I know that was kind of long-winded there. Um there's there's a lot that we could do a whole nother topic on like body image and gradual progress. But um, Courtney, did you want to add anything or did I miss anything there?
1: Um, uh, no, I mean I think this is a really great um, you know, one of the greatest things that we could have talked about because. This is, you know, we see this so often and it's something that we personally struggle with as well. It's so like all of these things that we're talking about have th- are things that we have struggled with in the past, right? But our goal is to like, you know, bring those up, which is the most common things that we see, educate you and try to give you some sort of like resource, but also just to let you know that like you're not alone, but like also you can fix and improve these things as well and implement some of these things that we talked about um, to be able to make those changes that you want to change in these areas. And body image, you know, is one of those things where again, can be, can be really hard to overcome or hard to look at yourself differently or in a different light. Um, but I will say the biggest thing that you can do for your body image and for the way that you feel in your body is taking care of your body better through your health and your fitness journey. So yeah, it's great. Like you want to lose weight, which is awesome, but ultimately just fueling your body better and taking care of it. Um, not necessarily in the sense of being in a calorie deficit and trying to lose body Fat, but more so just giving your body more nutrition rich foods, giving it water, hydrating it, giving it movement that it needs throughout its day, um, you know, getting it some physical activity. So, like, I think so many times we look at all these things of like tasks that we have to do um, in order to just lose weight or to burn calories. But these things are so much more beneficial than that, than we realize. Like, this improves your mental health and imp- improves your overall health in general, like to help you live a healthier life to feel better in your body. Um, and so the best thing again, that you can do for yourself with, you know, having negative body image and just not feeling great in your body is to start taking care of it better, um, through the the health and the fitness side of things, which is why, again, it's so much more than just a health and fitness journey or a weight loss journey. Like you're going to literally change your entire life by improving your, your habits and improve improving to a healthier lifestyle, if that makes sense. So, um, again, with our clients, we always talk about non-scale wins because I, I feel like just about every check-in with some clients, it's like, uh, well, I just don't feel any different than I do last week. Or, you know, I don't see any, any, any changes on the scale or the scale, you know, is up a pound this week. And like, that means I'm not making progress, but like, look at all the things that you did accomplish this week. Like focus on the things that you can control. Like you can't control that number on the scale. You can't control where you lose body fat at on your body or how quickly you lose it per se. Um, like you want to be able to focus on the things that you can control and the things that you notice are changing physically. In terms of your clothes are fitting differently or you're feeling differently or you're going to the bathroom more regu- regularly or, you know, you have less PMS, PMS symptoms like so all of these things are huge wins um, and, and help just boost our overall like body image and the way that we feel um, towards ourselves as well so these are all you know, of the common struggles that we, these are not all of them. There, are, these are several of them. Like there's several more that we could definitely go in and talk about on another, you know, another part of a podcast or a part two of this kind of topic. Um, because the, there's so many different things that we all struggle with. And obviously we want to like help you and, and give you information that you need on that. Um, but these are the most common ones that we see in our clients and, um, you know, what they struggle with and what they may experience, be experiencing. So we wanted to share because I, just to know, like you're not alone. And if you're experiencing these things too, like this, you know, might be some, some information that might be helpful to you. So again, hope it was, hope it was helpful and, you know, always feel free to reach out to us with any questions that you have on social media, um, and things like that. And we'll drop our social media handles and things of like where you can find us here shortly. Um, but Hannah, do you want to add anything else before we go? Yeah, no, this was a great, great topic. And again, we could totally do like a part two
0: to this, because there are, you know, so many things that you, you know, you all listening to this may be experiencing. Um, so of course, we want to get that out there and like provide solution on, you know, how to overcome it. And the, the biggest takeaway too is like, if you're experiencing any type of issues along your fitness journey just know that like that that's normal that's okay we've all done it and um you know we've all had our own personal struggles and just biggest thing is like don't give up like keep going keep implementing keep practicing um it's gonna do wonders and like i like how courtney mentioned just about taking care of yourself for like a healthy body image and like and your self-esteem i saw this uh post the other day i shared it on my story it was talking about how to build high self-esteem and it said to keep you know, implementing and accomplishing esteemable acts. And I'm like, that is so true. So, like, you going along your fitness journey like this, you know overcoming these struggles that you may be facing, you're going to build more confidence overcoming them and continuing moving forward versus giving up, you know, and kind of being back to square one. You know what I mean? So the biggest takeaway here is just keep going, you know, don't feel that like a struggle is a reason to stop. It's just more to keep going. Let it fuel your fire, provide a solution, and I promise you can get past it. So, um, but yeah, no, like I said, we could totally keep going with this topic, but we definitely want to share our social media handles with you guys. And also if you guys like this, um, this topic, please, please screenshot and share your story and tag us. Um, you know, again, we always like to you know, get it out there and hopefully this can help if It helped you. Hopefully it can help someone else. So um, our social media tags here are, so our team page, which is, is full of information. <laughs> um, it's of course at and it's team PPF, or I'm sorry, at team underscore t- PPF underscore. <laughs> And then my personal page is poly pocket. So P O L L Y pocket underscore fitness. And then Courtney, do you want to give them your beautiful tag? She, her page is fantastic as well. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: yeah, so my Instagram handle is C corn. So C C O R N 2013 underscore fit life. Um, And again, lots of resources on all of like both of our pages on our team page. So feel free to um, follow us again. Let us know, like give us a review, drop a review below. Let us know how you like this podcast, share it on social media and tag us. Um, And we appreciate you guys so much. And thank you for joining in. Thank you guys so much. See you next episode. Bye.